ओम नमो भगवते श्री रमणाय आई हैव बीन टेलिंग यू टू मेनी स्टोरीज ऑफ गॉड्स एंड सेंट्स आई थॉट आई चेंज पैटर्न गिव यू अ कमर्शियल ब्रेक yeah it's a story but it will not be about saints and gods today it's going to be about murder mayhem romance treachery tre- tre- treachery and all the different possible possible emotions that are there in a short capsule as possible i can't be too interactive in this because it's the story is little bit big and i want to complete it on time all right <laughs> it, right so the the thing is that we need to know these stories also because it helps us then again come back to wanting thinking in terms of 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 god right there is a shlokam in sanskrit which says if uh, for look if you if you see a sun the sun when it becomes independent see a person and the sun becomes independent becomes he gets a job he gets married or a wife when the husband is in absolutely great difficulty or brothers and sisters at the time the house property has to be divided if you see any of these three scenes immediately you want to think of god only you will go on the way to god okay <laughs> so for those of you who want a sanskrit part of the shlokam i'll tell you later you can catch me offline uh so the thing is that what story i am going to tell you is, is also a part of the story of stories the maha itihasa or mahabharata so therefore it is in line with our ground rules of this forum mahabharata as you all know is more than 100000 verses right and what a story of story of story throughout it talks only about dharma what is the right conduct to be way to be conduct oneself in this world is the essence of it right and it is the story of shri krishna right shri krishna was barely 5000 years back not much think of it a recent phenomenon yeah kaliyuga sat he lived for 125 years and the day he passed away he left his body kaliyugam started right but to bless us all that don't worry don't worry we have time not there physically he has left the mahabharata story bhagavatam and people who tell, who, uh, who who look up to him so nothing is lost right rama lived for 11000 years 11 months 11 days 11 hours 11 minutes krishna lived for 125 years 
right so we are in the we will take a small gem out of this and today's story that i am going to tell you will not contain sri krishna at all on the face of it okay we start all all our stories usually start with if you look at it starts with the word ataha in sanskrit which means thus and thereby and therefore and because of or whatever there's a background to it it means okay if you see the mahabharata series it will start with the song atha shri mahab bharat katha atha means there's a background so nothing is without a background there will be some terrific backgrounds will be there so where i start from also will have terrific backgrounds in mahabharata but i will start from there i will not go and start telling you who is bhishma and all that i expect that the people here know there are two sets of people pandavas and kauravas the kauravas are the bad guys the pandavas are the good guys krishna was with the who oh good krishna was with the pandavas have you heard of bhishma bhishma was with whom right so our story starts today with bhishma now i'm not going he was a bachelor we know that right life long bachelor bhishma now bhishma is a lifelong bachelor because he has given a pratigya he has made a promise that he will not marry because his father's second wife satyavati married this father under the condition that her children would succeed him to the throne so if bhishma gets married and has children they might fight tomorrow even if bhishma doesn't so he made a pratigya i will not marry at all i will not have children he is alone the wife of uh, his father's name is satyavati she has two children chitrangada and vichitravijan chitrangada dies avanuku konjam he is a little bit proud fellow unnecessarily he takes a fight with somebody and dies not much okay that leaves vichitravijan now this bhishma you know, you should, it's quite a deep man what he does is not vichitravijan looks up to bhishma elder brother elder statesman and uh, high respect satyavati also has high respect for bhishma he has proved his credentials beyond doubt so he looks up to him so the time comes for vichitravijan to now become the king chitrangadan has died abhishekam is done to make him the king and he has to get him queen she is not yet married right so what i am going to tell you is a story called ambopakhyanam which comes in udyoga parvam of mahabharata this is how it comes about the story is told when the story is told when the war of mahabharata is about to start at that time bhishma and duryodhana are discussing with each other bhishma is going to be the leader of kauravas army he is telling everything he is giving duryodhana all the guidance and then but one point he finally says he says one thing i have to tell you this in fact all sorts of questions have been answered duryodhana asked him how long will it take for you to finish this entire pandava and their armies he says he thinks and he says i i'll take about a one month it will take me okay i can face them off no problem he asked drona how long will it take you drona says i am getting a bit old and all that however i think i have gone also finish them off in one month then uh, uh, he asks uh, karna karna says i can finish them on five days anyway so he asked bhishma So Bhishma tells all the details and all that. Then finally, he says, "I have to tell you one thing." He says, "What?" He says, "If the following types of people come in front of me, I will not lift my weapon and fight with them." So who? He says, "A woman 
If a woman has, is carrying arms and comes in front of me, I will not fight her. I will put down my arms. I will not fight her. She can shoot me. I will not fight. This is my. These are the ground rules I operate on. If a woman comes, I will not fight. If somebody who is like a woman, effeminate type of guy comes, then also I will not fight. Okay, each person, person, everybody, adding one another, now I will stand up and what? I will not fight. Right? See, if a person has a woman's name, then also I will not fight. You see, nowadays it's quite a fashion, especially in the email. You know, all men are quietly keeping some prefix of a girl's name so that they are not disturbed. Lakshmi is Rini, not Rini was on the very own. Apparently, I L E do from father's name is taken half of it and brought it and put it in his name. I am thinking of changing my name to Gauri Kamesh. Be interesting. I don't. I am scared of Bishma also. He won't fight me if I change my name. So, if you carry, if you have a woman's name, Bishma will not fight you. If you look like a woman, act like a woman, he will not fight you. If you are a woman, he will not fight you. And last but not least, if you had been a woman any time, he will not fight you. Duryodhana says, what is this fourth category? If you had been a woman any time, you will not fight him. He says, that the case is there. That's why I am telling you. He says, what is that case? I will tell you. That's the story. Ambubakyana. Okay. Now, Bhishma, Vichitra Viran has to get married. Bhishma goes, there is a Raja and Kashi, Kashi Raja. Kashi Raja has got three daughters. All have become marriageable age. They are Amba, Ambika and Ambalika. These are the three girls. They are all absolutely, stunningly beautiful young girls. They are Kashi Raja's daughters. Now Kashi Raja calls a Swayamvaram where he invites the entire, all the Kshatriya kings come. Because they know she's, these three girls are very famous. All of them come for this Swayamvaram. And the rule is, he who can defeat everybody else, who is, who is the most valorous among these kings who have come here, these three will get married to him. This is the ground rule. Bhishma goes there, he says he has to get for his brother, Vichitra Vijan, he goes there. And he, uh, he, he starts a huge fight with, the hundred, uh, with all the Kshatriya people there. He, he, he finishes their flags, he breaks their chariots, he kills their horses, he kills their uh, chariot uh, sarathis and all that. He just puts the entire, he stunts, they, they can't fight him. He's the, he's the best fighter. He's a great fighter. And he carries away, he wins the three uh, uh, princesses and carries them away to his place. And he reaches home. When he reaches home, this Amba story, excuse me and all, she starts saying. Till now she has not said anything. Actually, he has brought them to get married to Vichitra Vijan. Now that is made known that these three people will be marrying Vichitra Vijan. That time she says, excuse me. He says, what? This Bhishma, no, is a, you know, if you look at it, he is quite a deep fellow. The younger brother, no, he is doing a good turn. But look what a good turn he is doing. He is getting them married to this Amba, Ambalika and Ambalika. That fellow will not survive seven years. He dies after seven years, which is a reason. That's a different thing. But uh, this Amba comes, excuse me, she says. He says, what? He says, I would like to share something with you. There is this king called Shalvaraja. My heart has already been given to him. He has also, he also likes me and we were expecting to get married. But in between this has happened. I thought I should tell you 
and you are a great, you are a man of dharma, so you will help me. He says, oh, I mean, you should have told me this earlier. He calls, calls mantris and purohits and all that, give, along with her, sends them loyally, says, go to Shalaraja. Immediately she leaves and she goes to Shalaraja. She reaches there. She goes and tells Shalaraja, listen, this is what has happened. But you know that I only like you. You also met me in private and you have proposed to me and I have accepted. All this is known to us. So now I have come, you must accept me. This Shalaraja looks at her and laughs. He laughs. He says, I can't accept. You, some arbitrary brahmachari has taken you, won you and taken you. Now you can't expect me to accept you. She says, what nonsense. I mean, Bhishma only has sent me. And let us accept, you please understand one thing. I was, yes, they, they, I, I was taken away by him. But he won, that also I agree. But it was not for him. That fellow actually took for somebody else. So your argument does not really hold good that he won me and all. He didn't win me from that point of view. The Vichitraviran did not win me. Details she argues with him. So this fellow says, no, 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 you please, you go. Don't waste your time, he says. Exactly what he says. Don't waste your time, you go. Go back. Go back to Bhishma. Then she is still not going. She says, listen, I am afraid of Bhishma. Understand, I mean, you, you don't spend too much time here. You go back where you came from. Shalvaraja says. Now this Amba is totally upset. Again and again he says, you go back. He is totally upset. Now she starts cursing everybody in sight. She can't go back to her parents' home because uh, the name is getting spoiled. She can't go back to Bhishma now because she already told him that her heart is given to somebody else. Now that fellow is not taking her. Well, she is in complete and total turmoil. She thinks nobody in the world has, is in a worse situation than what she is at the moment. She thinks nobody in the world is in a worse situation. She is crying and tearing her hair out. She doesn't know what to do, where to go. And what she does is she finally goes off to some ashram where there are some rishis. Hello? No, no, I think some loose connection. You come and do it yourself. Yeah, reduce the volume. Yeah, okay now. Can you hear me now? So when the, the last resort, the last resort, questions later, she goes to a Rishi. She goes to Rishi's ashrams. There, you know, they, they accept. So she goes there and she starts, she tells these Rishis, I am in this desperate situation. I am going to do tapas. Okay. Rishis initially say yes. And she starts doing, and her tapas is what? She is now decided, she is thinking, thinking, what has gone wrong? She decided this Bhishma as a fellow is responsible for the whole thing. He is an idiot who kidnapped her. Because of whom this entire situation has happened. She deadly against him. So she says, I am going to do tapas. <coughs> but she is against Bhishma. 
that's how mahabharata and all you know, we will have to go into those questions later now she is against deadly against bhishma so she is will come to why you know so she want to tapas these people say they look at it for 5 6 days they say fine but after they call her and say listen come you can't do tapas here <laughs> she says why <coughs> this is a forest you are well known person some king will come looking for you here we can't protect you you are not married we suggest you go back to your father you go back to your father after all he is your father isn't it you go back that is the right thing to do she says i am not going back to my parents place and all there no my name and all already my brothers will say you don't come and all they won't accept me you think they'll accept me nothing like that i am not going i have to be here like that he is saying at that time by sheer good luck her good luck her mother's father who is a rajarshi called hotravahana he lands up that she a girl's greatest reliable uh, person for a woman is a grandfather from the mother side everybody will know this is the home truth he comes he says oh this situation she has got she says don't worry i'll take care of you i am there narkar ko don't worry so she says he says but your situation has to be resolved obviously you can't continue to stay here but we'll do something i have an idea this bhishma i mean everybody knows this rishi called parashurama parashurama has taught bhishma archery when bhishma was a small child ganga took bhishma to parashurama's ashram and said please teach him uh, warfare so as a first guru of bhishma was parashurama parashurama means all the kshatriya kings will be they they are totally will come afraid because he is how many you know he killed 21 generation of kshatriya kings and with the, their blood he did tarpanam in, uh, in kurukshetra near delhi there's a place in haryana that's where he did it with the blood so we will go to parashurama parashurama will help us he'll find a solution for this she says whatever you say grandfather but even as they are saying it there is a person called akrutravarman who is parashurama's uh, uh, attendant he happens to come that coincidentally everything happened coincidentally he happens to come and he happens to come and this situation they explain to him now he discusses with uh, with the uh, uh, with the amba about the whole thing and then he says i think i think we must tell parashurama that this bhishma has done a horrible mistake i mean he is the one he is the guy who's caused it and he clarifies her aval kada confusion ko na he totally clears it he says because of bhishma only you have your situation has come if he had not taken you away like that then you could have married shal raja all would have been well but because he did this only you are into this trouble now obviously shal raja is not accept, accepting you so i this bhishma has to be put to task for this we will go to parashurama so oh, she has found an ally now one who has also told her you would have done all that okay <laughs> so it's fine then next morning even as they thinking of going to parashurama he himself lands up there he is looking very striking full of tapas tejas face is shining and this parashurama has come this girl goes rushing to him and falls at his feet crying and bathes his feet with her own tears oh 
Anushrama touched to the heart. Damn fool. Okay. <laughs> he says, I, Sharanak, I give you Sharanam. Tell me what I should do for you and all that stuff. So then Kathavarman explains this is the situation. Hotravarman, good friend, grandfather. Grandfather also explains the whole thing to Parashurama. This is the situation. We need your help in this. So he says, how can I help you? So then she says, listen, I want you to kill Bhishma. Straight she comes to the point. He is a little bit taken aback by this one. He says, listen, I mean, I have a certain ground rules of mine. I don't take up arms unless it's for a certain cause on behalf of Brahmins. Otherwise, I don't, I, arbitrarily, I cannot take arms against Bhishma. You tell me anything else, I'll do it for you. You want him? You want to marry him? You want to marry Shal Raja? I'll do that. I'll tell Shal Raja you marry her, he'll marry within two minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. He'll marry you and whoever else I'll tell also he'll marry. Okay. So you tell me all those possibilities are there, but you know, you leave this one out. Okay. Yeah, he says it. It's there in Mahabharata. I'm not creating anything new. That's the beauty of Mahabharata. The storyteller has to add nothing. It, all the things are there. Okay. So then he says this. So he's uh, an adamant. She says, no, no. You find some way by which you kill him and also you keep your pratigya. I mean, I'm not telling you to break your rules, but this is what I need. Then this Akritavarman says, sir, you have also got another pratigya that anybody who comes to a Sharanagati, you always, you have said, you will give to them. What about that Pratigya? Secondly, you do one thing, you talk to Bhishma and you give him, you tell him what he should do. If he doesn't listen to you, that means he is not listening to you. In that case, you can have a fight with him. And moreover, he is a Kshatriya and he has defeated all Kshatriyas. It is but right that you should fight with him. They convince him. He says, okay, okay. They put pressure on him from all sides. There are three people attacking Parasurama at the moment. This girl crying at the feet. Grandfather, Agrutovarman. Parasurama says, okay, long time, no fight and all that, let's go. Okay. So he decides, okay. And they all go, they camp outside Hastinapura and send word. Send word to Bhishma that uh, he has come. Bhishma comes running with Arkyam, Padhyam, all the things to welcome, welcome, welcome. Guru has come. Falls at his feet and takes his blessings and then says, what can I do for you? And... Uh, uh, this one, uh, he says, like, listen, you got to take this woman. He says, why? He says, because you won her in the Swayamvaram. You carried her away and you have touched her. All these three reasons. Now she, you can hardly expect her to go to Shalvara. You will not accept. You must accept her. Yeah. <laughs> I can't accept Okay, and now Vichitavirin will not marry her. I mean, after you think I've asked my brother to marry her, I mean, she's already told me she's given her heart to somebody else. How can we know? This won't work. This can't. We, I won't accept. He says, if you don't accept, then I'll have to have a war with you. You, you understand, you know, where I'm coming from, you, who I am, and all that. He says, you are my guru. I understand very much. But uh, you have to do this. He says, no, my Kshatriya dharma will not allow me. And not for fear, not for greed, not for compassion. There is no reason why I will swerve even a bit from my dharma. You bring whatever pressure you want, I will not accept it. So, I am your, he says, listen, if you don't accept, I will finish you and your entire clan who is there in this place, I will kill them all. 
He says this again and again. I'll kill you entirely. I'll finish you. Understand? Again and again he says. Then Bhishma can stand it no further. Listen, he says, I have been your disciple since I was a child. So why do you want to fight with me? But you are not listening. And I don't want to fight with you for several reasons. A. You are my guru. B. You are a Brahmin. I don't fight with Brahmins. And you are tapas. I don't like to fight with tapasvi. But what can I do if you want to fight? Okay. If a Brahmin takes up arms and comes to fight, then he is not considered a Brahmin. At that time, he will be considered a Kshatriya. So even if I kill you, I will not get Brahmatya. Right. If a Guru, because of pride, doesn't know what is right and what is wrong and insists on doing something wrong, you can discard that Guru. Right? So I will discard you as my Guru. I will fight you, but I will not fight the Brahmin in you, nor the Guru in you, nor the first stages in you. That I will not fight, but I will fight the fighter in you. And plus, I am going to give you a fight. You will remember. And let me tell you one more thing, he says. When I was a student of yours, any number of times you have keep on telling, I finished the entire Kshatriyas, I finished the entire Kshatriyas. You told me. Any number of times. And I used to listen, I used to stay quiet. But now I am going to reply to that. I tell you, yes you did, but at that time there was no Bhishma. At that time when you did, there was no Bhishma, now you talk. And he gives a challenge to Parasurama, says, meet me in Kurukshetra. He gives that challenge because he knows that's where he did the blood, sacrifice the blood of all these. He says, at that place I will fight with you and kill you and show you where you come from. Who do you think you are? So, <coughs> Parasurama, he gives equal, he says, what? Crap, you talking. You stand me. Your mother Ganga, poor woman, you know, she gave birth to you, brought you to me, I taught you everything. And you think you can fight me? I am sad for Ganga, not for you. You are fit to be killed. But poor woman, her child, her son. She will have to see her son being eaten by crows and jackals and vultures after I am through with you. That makes me feel sad. But then if she gives her birth to a son like you, then she deserves that and more. Next day the fight starts. Bhishma is in a silver chariot. Going out? Yeah. Uh, in a silver chariot. Uh, white horses sitting on a tiger skin. Right? White dress, white bow and arrow, white headdress, everything is glittering and white. Bhishma comes. Bhishma comes for war. It's a sight for gods to see. The entire sky is filled with all Bhishma, Parasurama fight. Everybody is waiting to watch this. This is a fight of fights. Ganga comes, jumps in between Tarang. She tells Bhishma, what are you trying? You are going to fight this man? Well, don't, do it. don't fight Parasuram. I tell you, don't fight him. He says, no ma. My step forward on a battlefield is never taken back. You know me. She goes and tells Parasurama, you won't call that. He doesn't know what he is doing. Why should you fight with him? He says, no, you don't fight with him. He says, listen, I gave him all possible rope. Fellow is not biting. We have to fight. Ganga has to go. Parasurama is standing on the ground waiting for the fight. This guy is coming in a chariot. Bhishma says, this is not right. You, I don't fight people who are on the ground. You should have a chariot. I will give you a chariot. I will give you everything. You fight from there. Parasurama laughs and says, hey, shut up. 
He says, the earth is my chariot, the four Vedas are my horses, Vayu is my charioter, and the three, the, 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 the Vedic deities, that is Gayatri, Savitri and Saraswati are my Kavacham. He is having said this, he suddenly, Bhishma sees a fantastic chariot as big as a football field, finest horses, best of, uh, everything is there and he's look, the greatest warrior is in front of him. In a second, he's got, the earth has become his chariot. A fantastic fight. Before Bhishma is able to even see the sight and look at it in awe, Parashurama starts, starts hitting him with arrows. Before he realizes, Parashurama is attacking him. Parashurama doesn't give him time to breathe. But Bhishma has got certain rules. So he doesn't start fighting. He gets down from the chariot and runs, goes straight to Parashurama, falls at his feet, puts his head on his feet and says, You are my Guru. Give me Ashivadam that I will win. Give me Ashirvadam that I will win. Parashurama smiles at him and says, Could you ask me this? If you had not asked my blessings before the fight, I would have finished you. Now and then, the second I would have finished you. I would have cursed you. But you have remembered your Guru and you asked, But this blessing I can't give you because then I will lose. But let's have a good fight. Come. They fight. Right? Okay. They fight and uh, it's a fantastic fight, I won't go into details of the fight, but in, in, in our culture, one of the, one of, there are many, many sites which are supposed to be godly to see, beautiful to see. One of the sites that's supposed to be most beautiful to see is a warrior whose body is blood. That's supposed to be a beautiful sight, a heroic sight to see. It's like that. It's like in the spring time, a green tree has now suddenly got red flowers. Like that, these two are fighting with each other, hitting, going on, day after day. Okay, in one, one day, this fellow will fall unconscious, one day, that fellow will fall unconscious. When Bhishma falls unconscious, Amba will clap and laugh and jump and... Like that, it's going on. Okay, and when Parashurama falls, it's as, it looks as if the sun has fallen from the sky to the earth. But once they fall, they will wait for them to get up. That's the rule. They'll not hit a person who's fallen or shoot someone in the back or whatever. Right. So... That goes like this, and one fine day, what he does, hi, one fine day, what he does, he shoots, Parashurama takes one big one and hits drill Bhishma direct between his chest. The damn arrow lifts Bhishma out of the chariot and throws him onto the ground, and he goes patak falling onto the ground. Parashurama thinks that he has killed him. His hair is standing on end, he is feeling overjoyed, he is shouting in, like, in victory. Amba is overjoyed. Everybody is overjoyed. But unknown to them, unseen by them, there are eight Brahmins who have appeared from nowhere, who have caught Bhishma before he falls on the ground. In, the, in that second. But even before Parashurama has got finished celebrating his victory, our man is back up and with his horses, with his chariot coming right back to the battle. And when Bhishma comes to battle, his horses, when they come, they, it looks as if they are dancing, it seems. That's how they come. Right. right. Now, when he sees this, he is absolutely annoyed. Parasurama then goes to reach for one weapon, which Mahabharata and Vyasa do not even name. They do not even name the weapon that he is going to use now. And when he goes for that weapon, all the rishis shout at Parashurama saying, don't use it. Please don't use this against Bhishma. 
Yeah, water. Okay. Give, take it. Take it. Halls. Anybody has got? You got? Halls. Okay. Usually, my mother-in-law has got everything that is possible in an emergency situation. Halls should be added. That should be Odomos. Okay. So these eight people are carrying him, and they nursed him back to health. And this fight is going on. He reaches for an unnamed weapon, which the Rishi says, "Please don't use this against Bhishma." In deference to the Rishi's request, Parshurama says he wants to use it. He doesn't use it. Every day the fight ends in sunset. Morning, early morning it starts, and by sunset to early morning they they can only dress their wounds and get better, have some tea kind of stuff, get back to fight. You know, there's not much time. And uh, this uh, uh, this uh, on the next day, that uh, on a terrific day, what happens is they decide both of them independently decide to use the Brahmastra. Getting too much. It's going to be too much, and you know what will happen. It's a whole. Everything will. Whole universe will, will quake. The two Brahmastrams, to cut the story short, cancel each other, but they use it against each other. Then the night he's sleeping, Bhishma thinking, it's impossible for me to defeat Parshuram. I don't think I can defeat him. I've tried. I've got whatever I have learned. I have tried. I don't know. If 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 I have done dharma in my life, let my forefathers tonight in my dream tell me. Whether I will win or not, sure I do. In his night, in his dreams, that same eight Brahmins who saved him come. They say, "We are you only. Think, think like that. You are, you are, you are us. But don't worry, you will win. We will give you one weapon called Praswapra weapon. He gave one particular weapon they give in the dream. He says this, this Parashurama also does not know this weapon, but you know it because in your previous birth we have taught you. He is a Vasu." Vasu is here. Bhishma is a Vasu. So they teach him that, uh, okay. And he goes next next day, right? He goes the next day, and and in the fight he reaches for the weapon. And as soon as Parashurama sees him reach for the Praswapra weapon, he knows he is finished. That knowledge he has. Suddenly he gets this will kill me. I will lose against this. And when he's about to use it, Narada drops in from nowhere and tells Bhishma, "Don't use it. Don't use it on Parashuram." In deference to Narada, he doesn't use it. Then the, all the saints and sages tell both Parashuram and Bhishma, "Hey, neither of you can kill the other. What are you trying? He can't. Tell, tell Parashuram, you can't kill Bhishma. Tell Bhishma, you can't kill Parashuram. Stop this nonsense." Meanwhile, Parashuram says, "I accept defeat." I have accepted defeat to Bhishma. You have won. I cannot have matched that weapon. I have accepted defeat. Then they say, all the saints and sages tell Parashurama, "Enough of your damn fighting. How long will you fight? Stop this nonsense. You have done enough of fighting. Go and do tapas. Go back to your dharma. What are you doing here?" He says, "Yes, I think I have to now that I have lost completely and summarily. I will do that." And uh, he tells Amba, "Listen, I tried my." Best man, my girl. For you, I did everything, but I couldn't win against Bhishma. I'm sorry. I've tried my best. You can now. You do whatever you want. You go wherever you want. I can't help you in this matter. She's absolutely angry. She says, "If Parashurama himself cannot Bhishma, then who can get me justice?" 
He decides only way I can get justice is I myself shall get it. I will have to kill Bhishma. And for that I will do tapas. You are Tapas, there are any reasons. There are somebody who came was doing tapas in front of Ramu Maharshi. People said, Moon Nala is doing, ah, he wants a job. <laughs> okay. So, so he decides to do tapas. Now, Bhishma, Bhishma is not a, he is a king, kingly material. He, he, he keeps track of her. So he realizes that she is doing tapas to get him killed. He, first time in his life is worried itself. Now he is worried. This is too much. Okay. So he keeps track what she is doing. She goes. She does tapas. She 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 is without food. She doing chaprama. She is doing tapas. She is uh, completely hair is dirty, jada. Her hair becomes like that. For six months, she is eating only air. <laughs> One year, one year she stands in water, in the river water, and then without moving from that she does. One year she stands on her toes, with her hands up and does tapas, only on her toes. Like that she is doing for 12 years, tapas. So much is exertion. Anyway, this Gangaji comes. She says, what are you doing tapas for? She tells, this is the reason I want to kill Bhishma. She says, you don't, you will never succeed in that. Such a crooked objective you got, you will become a crooked river, she curses her. You will become a crooked river which will not have water most of the time. Only during rainy season you will have water, little bit that too. You will have water during rainy season which will be harmful to the people. But other times you will be dry and all that. Then she became, half of her becomes an Amba river. She is again born in the next birth as another, again as a girl. And again her entire Vasanas and Sanskrit is that she has to kill Bhishma. Again she is doing tapas. Full tapas next birth. Okay. And when she is doing tapas like this, Lord Shiva comes in front of her and says, what do you want? Ask, ask for boon. She says, see, as a woman, I can't kill this guy, Bhishma. I want to kill him. I want you to give me the boon that I will kill him. He says, done. You will kill him. But not in this birth. You will be born again, but you will be born a girl. Later you will become a man, then you will kill him. She says fine, the terms of uh, the contract are agreeable to her, she signs on the dotted line. Immediately gathers all wood and before people can realize she started a fire and she jumps into it after taking a sankalpa that I will be born again as per Shankaraj, I am going to kill Bhishma, that in that condition she jumps into the fire. It's terrific, huh? I mean, that, taking dying with a sankalpa, even gods can't stop it from happening. Take his uncle from and dies. Now she is born in the family of Drupada. King Drupada is a terrific character in Mahabharata. Without him, there is no Mahabharata. Anyway, Mahabharata. He is born in the family of Drupada. He is born as a girl. But Drupada, Drupada does tapas before she is born. He does tapas. And Lord Shankara again, Shiva appears before him, asks for a boon. Drupada is a king. He is a king of Panchal. Draupadi is father. He is doing tapas because he wants a son who, who will kill Bhishma. He wants a son who will kill Drona. Like that he has got some 2-3 list of demands. Okay. 
so he is doing tapas and uh, shankara uh, lord shiva comes is what do you want he says i want a, i want i want a, i want a son who will kill bhishma he says listen you will have a child who will kill bhishma but it will be a daughter but he will become a son later so he consults his wife on all matters drupad consults his wife that's one thing very clear in mahabharata he takes no independentation he consults his wife wife says okay he says okay fine the girl is born is her, her name is shikhandi now since she is going to become a boy later this wife tells her husband let us not tell anybody it's a girl we'll say it's a boy who is to know we'll say it's a boy all the ceremonies we'll do for a boy we'll treat her like a boy in every which way she is a boy as far as we are concerned she is a boy and if you even once the you know this between you and me and if i see you also you also should behave like this is fine they agree they do namakaranam all the, uh, the 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 proper things that are done for boys now they do they do put punal everything they do for her the being up like a boy waiting one day she become uh, she become a boy one day she become a boy later they waiting but she is not becoming a boy and she becomes a young girl a good uh, um, uh, she becomes a youth and she becomes a marriageable age then this mother says this fellow is worried not to do the mother says uh, to drupad drupad's wife tells her normally in, even in our places we say enough something some fellow is acting nuts or if a girl is acting wayward get her married or get him married then it become all right kalyana manda telinjirunu then only they you know quickly get them married so they, this my wife tells drupad we'll get him we'll get get him married to a girl what just get him married to a girl said, okay aduk uttam kadacham one hiranyavarman or king okay that hiranyavarman has got a daughter so they fixed hiranyavarman and hiranyavarman gives his daughter and they have a fine wedding and they must get daughter gets married to shikandi this hiranyavarman is a big hearted man large hearted man but he also got a large army now this shikandi has got married to this girl Shikandi is got married to this girl, and this girl, by and by, shortly finds out that her husband is actually a fool. She doesn't know to whom to tell this. Okay, <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. Finally, she tells some close friends of hers. Very, she is very ashamed. Lajja, I know what to do, who to tell. Then she tells somebody. they decide that this matter cannot just it's not like you know we tell each other this we have to do something about this so they quietly send the message across to her father ki this nonsense has happened here something crazy her father can't believe it what is this what is this nonsense he can't believe it so he sent somebody one messenger to drupad and says it has been brought to our notice that some crap like this has happened very I, i want to express my uttermost anger dhrupad tell me what it is he says ah anamarla onnulla nothing like that don't get upset no no such matter somebody is informed you wrongly you know nothing they go back and tell irani or mathe who can this be possible that he say nothing then he send somebody to verify check up and come he, he, all people have got spies everywhere this bhishma knows all of this bhishma is telling the story to duryodhan so bhishma spies are all over the place so he again sends then they come back and says it looks like you know this is matter not known to anybody but the damn son is actually a woman 
So this guy now sends a proper message. Key was you know, I am going to declare war on you. <laughs> what is this? Okay. And uh, Drupad totally now shaken. Drupad is not known for being very brave himself. He only prays for brave children. He he what will he do? Uh, he in he is in total fear. So now again he goes to running to his wife. And says they have found out that your son is actually a daughter. You know that they say, you know, whenever the child is not like one or payan, like that she tells her, "Um, ponnu payan, kanu purusha payan." Something confusingly he tells her. And he says, "You tell me what to do. What should we do now?" And uh, he says, "You you you pray to God. Adhura, you are like kind of stuff. You pray." So he starts praying to God. and wife says even when good times we should pray to god in bad times certainly we should pray to god and we should give uh, we should worship our gurus we should uh, do yagams and we should give dakshina all that we will do at the same time let us also keep our defenses ready in case a fellow attacks we have to take him on and all that stuff she is doing some pragmatically she is doing something now all this is happening and they are afraid that they will die because that guy sent a message that he is going to kill the entire lot because he said this kind of a treachery you know is not been known in history of the world and that i have to be the victim of it and that i will ensure that you get a fitting reply no there so the war is about to start now meanwhile the shikandi is listening to all she knows what's happening and she feels that because of her only this entire thing has happened she feeling terribly bad about this whole thing affair she decided enough is enough she decides to end her life okay she decides to, to commit suicide so she goes off to a forest and in the forest suddenly she finds one palace made of lime and mud she goes inside it's got big gates Lovely smell is coming. So for temporarily, all the suicide plans are put on hold because smell is very nice. Khaskhas type of smell is coming. Fantastic smell is coming. She goes inside. She feels like meditating. She feels like doing tapas. Other alternatives are opening up now in her mind. She left her home. Fine. Now that place is under the protection of one yaksha. That entire forest, nobody goes there because an yaksha controls that forest. And that yaksha is Kubera's representative in that area. He is the regional manager, forest, where she has gone. Kubera's, Kubera's boss. The fellow is there. It's his, it's his palace. He is unseen, and he is looking at this woman who has come inside, and she is doing tapas. Continuously, she is doing tapas. Okay. And uh, finally. This yaksha is pleased, so he tells this girl Bhadre, meaning dear, why are you fasting? Tell me quickly what you desire by this tapas. I will do it for you. I'll tell you what you want. She says she opens the rice signs on yaksha. So she says no, 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 you can't, you can't do what I want. No, 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 you tell me what you want. No, no, you can't. This again and again is going on between them. Then he says, listen, I am Kubera's man. I am. I am not an ordinary fellow. No, I am Kubera's man. I am a yaksha. I am capable of giving bones. Understand? And tell you what you want. I can give anything, even things which un- objects which are ungettable in the earth. I can get for you. Tell what you want. So he tells him a story, a full story, and says, "You see, because I am a woman, my fa- my sonless father and our entire clan will go and get destroyed by this Hiranyavarman, who has declared war. You, if you can, you protect me and my parents." Please make me a man. She requests this yaksha. Please make me into a man. I is taken aback. <laughs> okay. 
He said, I have some problem in getting this done. But I have said I will do it for you, so I will do it. I will give you, I am a man, you, I will give you my manhood. I will take your womanhood. But only for short time, for particular time. Okay? You go, you accomplish what you want, come and give back my manhood to me, I will give back your woman. In that condition I can give you, otherwise I can't do this. This is overjoyed. This is overjoyed. This is terrific. This is enough for me. Okay? I will go and I will come back. I promise you I will come back and give it back to you. He says, fine. He says, fine. He gives. So, quickly the Shikandi becomes a man. And what a man. Yaksha. Handsome fellow. And he goes back home. And tells Drupad, actually I am Shikandi. And now I become. Then they say, oh, Shiva told us. And all they remember. Calls his wife quickly, hey, he's become man. <laughs> Meanwhile, that man has decided to attack. Hiranyavarman has decided to attack. Okay. And just before attack, always a messenger is sent. So, Hiranyavarma sends a Brahmin Vedic priest, highly scholar as a messenger, to say, to declare war. He comes, they welcome him, they want to give him gifts and argyam and all that, he refuses. The messenger who brings the message of war will not accept gifts from my entire government. Ajahar Manti, now we are come for war, you won't do. He refuses. He says, this is the message that he has given. Kindly understand, listen to it carefully. He has sent a message, he is going to kill the entire lot. That's the message. Now, he says, no, no, no. I will give a reply to him. I will send my messenger to him. After that, you, you tell him, I am sending my messenger immediately. Along with you, I am sending one. And he sends the messenger, the messenger goes and gives a message, listen, my son is a man only, not a woman. Somebody has lied to you. That he is a girl, don't believe it. Please verify it yourself. After you, the message is sent to the other king. That another Vedic priest, Brahmin, highly scholar, accomplished man, goes and gives this message. See, the messenger, such a person comes and gives a message, that fellow thinks there must be something, we cannot dismiss it offhand. So, he says, okay. He has some special women, some courtesans are there in, the, in, that, in that kingdom. So he sends some very, very young, accomplished women to go and check whether this girl is a girl or a guy or what. They go there. They are allowed. They verify and they come back and happily they give a message. He is a terrific man. He is quite a guy. No, don't, don't, I know who told you. So, he is very happy, Hiranyavarma. What is this nonsense? <laughs> he was going for war. He is extremely happy. He gives elephants and horses and cows and servants and all as dowry. Now only he is giving. He gives a second everything. Till now he has not done Talajibali and all. Na? Now he is doing everything he is doing now. And then he calls his daughter separately to one room and shouts at her. See, what a bloody mess he got me into. What kind of bloody crap you talk? What is it? <laughs> she gets he texts shouting from him. Okay. So this is what happens. Um, well, let us pause the story of the Shikantini there and come back to that reaction. <laughs> now this reaction, poor fellow, the women in his house are all shouting at him. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> he is having a tough time. Okay, He doesn't know what to do. 
he can't go out of his house also in his goodness of heart he has done something he is waiting and avanu porada vela at that time kuvela comes on the field with it kuvela comes on his rounds okay and when kuvela comes obviously some sangu will be there to announce kuvela has come now before boss comes a message comes boss is coming you have to get so message comes and uh, everything has been kept everything welcome party has been kept so all khaska sandal paste nice fragrances lovely flags golden garlands deadly food lots of things to distract him is kept in the waiting in the in the welcome party kuvera of course is looking at this he looks at all that is quite pleased but he is looking at stonakarna his name is stonakarna reaction there is stonakarna he cannot see stonakarna everybody else attendants are coming for welcome welcome stonakarna not see then finally he cannot stand it anymore he says listen i mean this this from all this i can see that the house is well lived and it's all well maintained and all that fine but uh, where is sulakarna i am i am sure he is at home if he is not here then this won't be there and but he has not come to welcome me i i am uh, i'm very upset and uh, he knows that i have come and yet he has not come i have to, you know this is a very wrong thing to do and all that is shouting okay <laughs> so attendants tell him what you know this what so they tell him you know this is unfortunately short time you given it to become a woman <laughs> so he feels very shame faced come in front of you you say what nonsense you call him here you, know? you call him tell him to come so he comes okay <laughs> he keeping on saying i'll punish him i am going to punish him i am going to punish him he keeping on saying this kubera okay so when he when she comes and stands in front of him kubera absolutely blows his leg he can't stand i mean a, a responsible job is given somebody the damn fool goes and becomes a woman i mean what kind of rm is he i mean what is this i mean this brings a bad this is too much okay no permission taken no approval nothing he's gone and done something okay so he very very upset okay he gets extremely angry and then then he says you you idiot he shouts at her you damn idiot you done a damn stupid thing and you brought a bad name to our entire clan somebody you tell this story to all where's my name kumera man and this and all that what a bloody fool and all he shouts at him he said i curse you that you will remain like this forever <laughs> okay that that you curse he is a curse not in ran yakshamba So the attendants in Yaksha plead, oh, please don't curse like that, please don't curse like that, please don't. So finally he feels a little bit bad, so okay. Even when the Shikandani dies, at that time you will get your dressing back, otherwise he goes, he leaves his place and goes back to headquarters, head office. Meanwhile, this Hiranyavarman, Hiranyavarman, the father-in-law is happy. The matter has been satisfactorily resolved. Daughter can have further, if she writes one more complaint letter, they'll throw it in the dustbin. So everything is fine. Goes back home. That Thalavali woman is there. He is gone back. Okay. And secondly, now her job is done. So she quickly comes back to the forest and says, "I am accomplished what I have wanted. Now you can take back your. Uh, she is a good, good person. Very good. You can take back. Okay. And uh, what, whatever this thing you can. Okay. Okay." Yeah. So when she comes back and says this, this uh, Stona Karnan on seeing her is extremely 
you know surprised and uh, he's very happy and he says i'm very pleased with you i'm very pleased with you is going on saying that you come back at least in a iradi yara somebody thinks of me <laughs> okay <laughs> in this hour of difficulty of my i'm very pleased with you but you know you you go back you know you you, you keep it you know <laughs> you know with the compliments of the house and all that you know it's all right you no know. no no i have to return it no 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 i have to return it you keep it then he says okay i'll tell you you slow yeah yeah bora valle when you went this kubera came all the nonsense has happened he has cursed me it is my karma i know i can see clearly i'm thinking i know it's my karma otherwise why should i have met you why should i have asked for this why should i have given this to you and when the time the cover asked come it's all the damn karma and so why should so fine you know keep it you know kind of stuff so that is how now bhishma is telling duryodhana that this um, this uh, this shikhandi is none other than the tamba she is born again and entire three lives she has been tapas that she has to kill me and if this tikandi comes in a, in in front of me with a, with a weapons i will not fight her i will not fight her and she can kill me you must note this one point this is what and duryodhana open watch about listening to the story <laughs> can't believe this <laughs> listening to the story ah and all then he said how do you know all this he said no i know i got spies all over the damn place you know? in 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 in, in dropod's kingdom I got any number of people who are spying on him. There are people who are acting as if they are blind, but they can see very well. There are people who are acting as if they are deaf and dumb and all that. They can hear and they can talk. I got all sorts of spies all over the place, and therefore I, I know very well. So this is my vow that I will not kill a person who is a woman. I will not kill a person who keeps a woman's name. I will not kill a person who is effeminate. Neither will I kill a person who has been a woman before. So this is my vow. Kindly keep this in mind, and uh, therefore now. we come to the end of this today's story but the, the issue here is the look at this crazy story okay now the, this this crazy story is that such odds such odds but still the craziest thing can happen okay and uh, the the what what bhishma is trying to convey to duryodhana in this matter in this way is that people by pleasing the gods end up doing the impossible which can't be dreamt of and here you have this krishna next to this pandavas there no great austerity needs to be performed by these pandavas to have the grace of krishna he is right there standing next to yudhishthira next to dharmaputra asking him what should i do what should i do like that krishna is asking yudhishthira daily it seems enna pannu naangulka enna pannu and the lord god himself is next to this fellow and uh, he is a friend of uh, arjuna hey, what is the point in taking up a fight with such odds look at this amba what she is accomplished by by her tapas and by her austerity and by by pleasing god what what the, the craziest possible thing she has accomplished she knows bishma knows he is a dead man it's a matter of time that's going to happen finally it does happen that she can be she he, actually they have to come and actually then what happens is yudhishthira comes and asks bishma how can we kill you in the story later and he tells how you can kill i'll tell you it's long and peacefully tells them you put the shikandari in the chariot in front of arjuna 
letter carry weapons letter start shooting weapons at me he is actually he by the time let him start shooting weapons at me and let arjuna shoot from behind him when this fellow starts shooting i will put my weapons down then arjuna can kill me that, that, that's okay then he can kill me. that's how he kill arjuna kills him finally uh, kills him means he, he gets him to the ground he dies two months later he, he has the he has the blessing of blessing of his father that he will die only when he wants to so he he waits for uttrayanam to happen he waits for pongal and pongal happens then he dies meanwhile let me finish i forgot to tell you one small thing which is not apart from the story that the listening to mahabharatam is considered mahabrayashtam okay in every book of shastram where prayashtam is discussed this is mentioned that listening shravanam mahabharatam is mahabrayashtam a listening and to quantify it listening to one hour of mahabharatam is equivalent to the merit you gain by giving 100 good milking cows with calves with decorated with gold in their horns and in their body to vedic priest the punyam that you will get by doing that you get you get by listening to mahabharata right uh, namah parvati pate janaki kanta smaranam gopika jeevana smaranam vetrivel muruganuk sadguru swaminah jay anjaneya swaminah jay question 